T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah. I'm so excited that we get to talk baseball tonight and not talk about football. Like, <laughs> I felt like yesterday football ended. And on the line right now, as I've queued up and as I've said, Yankees legend Goose Gossage. What's up, Goose? Hey, Keith. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. Thank you for taking the time out tonight to join me, to join us on WFAN in New York. You're the man, and uh, I won't keep you too long, but how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good to be on with you and all the fans. Yep, and I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to link up with you. So Goose and I will be at American Dream uh, two Saturdays from this one, or no, a Saturday from this one coming up, February uh-huh. 4th, February 5th. It's Hall of Fame signings. They're putting together a pinstripe pride event. I feel like it's a baseball season kickoff for Yankees fans. Mariano's going to be there, Jorge Posada, Paul O'Neill, Bernie Williams, and uh, Alex oh. Levy obviously hooked us up. And Hey, uh, Keith, I, I just took a look at the lineup, and I mean, it's, it's amazing, you know, and and uh, I can't wait to see a lot of the guys. Louis Tiant was on that crew, and some of the great uh, old Yankee teams with Mariano and Paul O'Neill and all those guys. So, uh, Posada, yeah, it's going to be a great, uh, great weekend. I can't wait to wait to be part of it. Yeah, of course. Shout out to Wish You Were Here Productions, Celebrity Cruises, Hall of Fame Signings. For <laughs> Yankees fans listening, it's www.halloffamesignings.com to get tickets. And you just heard Goose. Uh, I don't know who else we, we haven't mentioned. Ricky Henderson. Oh, my God. Um, there's a, I mean, it's it, it would take us, you know. Yeah, it would take an hour to actually go through. There's like 50 different yeah. legends showing up. And, um, <laughs> I just, I'm excited for it because I love the Yankees and I'm, getting to host it and I'll get to meet you guys. I'll get to have everybody uh, in the same place. I know Susan's going to be there, John Sterling, Michael K. It's just going to literally be a pinstripe pride uh, Yankees weekend at American dream in New Jersey. And uh, on a night like tonight with the hall of fame stuff coming out, goose, I'm, I'm happy to have you on. And uh, we've, we've been talking about the state sure. of the hall of fame and where we think it's going, but let's go back in time to when you got the call and when you, you know, became a Hall of Famer in 2008? That's right. And, uh, you know, it was like my ninth try, I believe, uh, eighth or ninth try. Uh, I just 
I was garnering enough votes to stay on the ballot, but I just wasn't getting enough to get in. And I'm sure glad it was it was a late call. I didn't know if I was, I didn't really in the end, it was like, I think if I remember correctly, maybe an hour or 45 minutes late um, coming in and uh, Jack O'Connell and, 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 Finally, the call came in, and I was sitting in my living room. I went from having no one. I didn't want to exclude anybody, so I included everyone. So I went from having no one, thinking I, w- I didn't want to have anybody, because I didn't know if I would go in. And then I went from having nobody to everybody. Mm-hmm. So it was a. am glad I was sitting down, that's all. It was... Uh, you know, one of the greatest thrills to top off a, you know, an amazing career that I can't even believe that I, um, you know, that I really accomplished all the things and played with all the great teammates and all the things that happened to me. It was, it was amazing. It was an amazing ride. I, I have so much respect for the game and, and, uh, you know, it was an amazing ride. Um, after just wanting to put a uniform on one time, I, you know, played 22 years and, and having a plaque at Monument Park at Yankee Stadium is something, you know, I grew up a Yankee fan out in Colorado and then getting to do the things and meeting all those old great Yankees, Whitey Ford and Mickey Mantle was my idol. And so on and on and on I could go. Yeah, this is awesome to even talk to you. I can't wait to meet you. I feel like you are an icon. Uh, you've got a Hall of Fame mustache, and I, I know that uh, that World Series you, you won in 1978 was special, and there's definitely some people listening that remember that time. Well, it sure was, and, you know, to come back, and it was the greatest comeback in history, and, uh, you know, in the bottom line, I say it would have never in speeches I give it would have never been the greatest comeback in history if I hadn't dug us that deep hole starting out the season. So, you know, it was the roller coaster season for sure. And, you know, forcing that one game playoff with the Boston Red Sox and having to play one game for all the marbles at Fenway Park was, it's, it's one place you do, you know, no lead there is a safe lead and anything can happen in that ballpark. And we came out on top and, um, you know, it was quite a season. It was it was a remarkable season. No one has ever come back from that deficit almost 14 games out in late July and then uh, force a one-game playoff like we did. Same division. You couldn't write a better script. Yankees, Red Sox, we hated their asses, and they hated us. And it was good old-fashioned hardball, brother. And, uh, you know, we like I say, it, it was, it was uh, you know, that early, that game, in 78, I remember thinking it's too bad there has to be a loser today because both of these teams are, 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 are just fantastic teams. And, and, uh, you know, we came out on top, like I say. Yeah, you helped pave the way. I mean, it's before my time, but I, I've YouTubed and I've watched on MLB Network and even some Yankeeography stuff, Yankees Classic. And, you know, I even have like these pictures from, uh, the tops collection that they did for 1978 back on top with you and a bunch of the other guys you played with. So I just, you know, always look to that time as like paving the way. Like my brother was born in 78. And, sure, uh, yeah. sure. Oh man, the Bronx, man. I, 
I can't believe I got to do what I did. The, the six years that I spent with the Yankees, um, you know, I played for nine different teams, loved every moment of every team that I got to play for. And, but playing for the Yankees and winning a world championship with them and meeting all the guys that I got to meet, uh, everywhere I, you know, the, the six years that I played here, uh, with the Yanks was, uh, just phenomenal, and I, there isn't hardly a day goes by that I don't count my blessings that I had the kind of career that I had and playing with my favorite team and all the great Yankee fans that I've, you know, that I've become friends with in New York City, all of our friends and my wife's friends and all the great teammates that I have that played with the Yankees and even the, even the younger guys, you know, um, you know, Gino and everybody, uh, Mo, you know, just uh, phenomenal. Andy Pettit, everybody. Just, yeah. Uh, We're uh, days know. away from pitchers and catchers and, you know, spring yeah. training getting fired yeah. up. And I'm sure you've been down there to rock with those guys. Um, we've, we've got Goose on the phone. This is Goose Gossage. If you're just tuning in, he'll be at uh, American Dream in East Rutherford, New Jersey, with myself and a bunch of Yankees legends on February 4th and 5th. 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday and Sunday, a big card show, an autograph signing hosted by Wish You Were Here Productions, Celebrity Cruises, and Hall of Fame Signings. To get tickets, go to HallofFameSignings.com. Goose, one more question for you. I mean, yeah, you know, sure, Keith. Aaron Judge was on The Tonight Show last night. He's the new captain, and he talks about the Yankees being the best team and the best fans in the world. And we obviously know it's been 13 years and the Yankees got to get back to winning a World Series. How excited are you to watch Aaron Judge lead this upcoming team in 2023? Well, I'm, I, you know, I'm always a Yankee fan. I've always been a Yankee fan. And it just seems like they just haven't hit on all the cylinders here, you know, in the last few years. So it's been a long drought. Um you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I find it kind of tough to watch the game today with all the strikeouts and, you know, get them on, get them over, get them in. The great yeah. part of the game, the strategy is, is something that is no longer a part of the game. And, and the shifts, I guess the shift's going to be over this year, but I don't know what that was all about. So, okay, so anyway, now, that I, now that I got you in is now I got to ask you because Paulie's telling me too. So we were just talking about the game evolving and them changing the game, um, the shift and the new rules and the pitch clock. I mean, when you played, did you imagine that we would get to this point where there's all of these different things changing the game and they're saying it's to speed up the pace of play to attract more eyes and more fans? Uh, no, I mean, it was built over a hundred years and they've changed it in the last 10 years, 15 years. It's really whatever comes out of the computer. And it's such a, it's such a, uh, uh, a human game, you know, just mm -hmm. here's, here's baseball. Baseball's like life. It's a human, you know, the human element we control. Baseball is what they're trying to control something that is uncontrollable, those of us that played it at the level that we played it gave up a long time ago trying to come. Now you've got like seven or eight pitchers that pitching in every game or, you know, for one team. It's like they have, have it down to one, 
One, they first off, they put a pitch count in somebody's head. Why would I put a number in your head? Okay, <laughs> the first thing these kids ask when they come off the mound is, how many pitches do I have? 90, you know, 200. They stopped <laughs> training these guys. They stopped training them. You know, uh, I'd buy into the pitch counts if there were less injuries. They're, 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 they baby the hell out of them, and it's not the... It's not the kids' fault. It's not the athletes' fault. It's the people running it. You got a people, a lot of people. You got a, you got everybody running the game that doesn't have any respect for the game. Because if they did, because they never played it. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't come out of the c- computer, it doesn't compute. They have changed baseball from top to bottom. Where I don't even, I don't even recognize it. So as far as Aaron Judge, you know what? You could almost tell Aaron Judge what's coming. I could tell Aaron, hey, as a power pitcher, I'm going to throw you right here and it's going to be that left elbow, right handed hitter. And I'm going to tell you, hey, listen, Aaron, I'm going to throw you three pitches right here and you're going to, you're going to go sit down. Yeah. With the uppercut and all the stuff that's going on. You know, he's a great athlete, but, you know they don't get paid to hit base. You know get base hits. They they hit a they. It's all feast or famine, home run or or strikeout. Of course, we saw what and happened don't this care. year. So yep. so the finer points of the game, the get them on, get them over, get them in. The beautiful part of the game is gone. Starters, you know, used to pride themselves on finishing what they started, and then the evolution of what they call this game today. Uh, 500 home runs does not mean what 500 home runs used to mean. Little bitty ballparks, you know, the strike zone shrunk down to a postage stamp. Um, what else do we want to talk about? You know, <laughs> hey, save so, some of it for the event. I can't wait to meet you. I know we're going to have some great conversations with all the Yankees yeah. legends together February 4th and 5th. Goose Gossage, I don't want to keep you too long, but no, I know geez, you can keep going. Fine. I know you can keep talking shop with us. No, and, that, uh, you know what? It breaks my heart that this, this game, it's like part of, it's like my, they just tore my heart out of this game because that's how much I respect the game and that's how much I love the game. Mm-hmm. 22 years. You're not into alone. The, you know, You're not for alone. An, election, uh, an election into the Hall of Fame. These guys wouldn't know respect if it hit them in the freaking face. Ladies and really. gentlemen, once again, there's, there's, zero, there's zero respect for from Eric from uh, uh, Brian Cashman. None. Zero. Yeah, Cashman says uh, Aaron Hicks is our starting left fielder. But, well, uh... whatever. I mean, you know, I'm not getting on the players because it's not their fault. It's 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 the leadership of the mm-hmm. Yankees. Goose, there's been nights where I've come on after Yankees games and I make the computer sound. I'm like, beep, boop, beep. All they care about is what the computer spits out. It, it that's frustrates right. that's me. Exact, that's exactly what it is. That you could get an idiot off the street that doesn't even know what a baseball is, and he could manage yeah. today. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't throw a baseball. Couldn't yeah, hit a baseball. They got but... it figured out. A hundred pitches, and then you start parading ten, ten relievers, and they want to speed up the game. Wow, we. Nope. It's I, I've gone, I've gone to a ton of games, Goose, and you know what I always say? I, I went to the game to watch the game. I don't have oh. anything else I want to go do. Oh, no. I got time. Oh yeah, no, it's it's terrible. Four four hours a game, and and it's like wow, we 
<laughs> you know, hey, you're the man. You just, you just ripped it on box. WFAN, it, and I appreciate it. I don't want to keep you too long, and I don't want to go too far down the line. We no, do have to okay. take a break, and I no, thank you I for joining hey, us. I can't wait to see everybody at this show. So yeah, this is going to be I'm great. I'm really looking forward to it, and, <laughs> and all the other guys that are coming to this thing. It's it's amazing, Strawberry and Gooden, and and on and on and Jim on. Jim Laritz, you know. Don Mattingly, Jim Laritz, Don, uh, Jabba Don Chamberlain, Mattingly, oh my God. even some of the current Yankees, Nestor Cortez and Oswaldo oh, Cabrera. We're gonna mix it up. It's gonna be a fun two days of baseball conversation. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see Donnie. Yeah, everybody, Mo. Well, everybody, but I haven't seen Donnie for quite a while. It's, it's gonna be a family reunion, yeah. pinstripe yeah. pride. I'll Greg see you there. Nettles. Can't wait to meet you, Greg Nettles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, guys. Hey, really great being on tonight, guys. Yeah, Thanks. awesome. I I appreciate the time, Goose. I'll see you next Saturday and Sunday we'll, uh, over we'll at American Dream. And, um, I look forward to meeting you at the show. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, again, the legendary Hall of Famer Goose Gossage on the fan. Okay, now we've got to take a break, but I'll give you the info. HallofFameSignings.com. Go get your tickets. It's a Yankee event. Pinstripe Pride is going to be a bunch of Yankees legends. If you go to the website, you'll see the full list of who will be there. We just ran through a bunch of the names. Uh, Randy Johnson, Hideki Matsui. I could keep going on and on and on. Ron Geardry. There's a bunch of guys that are going to be there. Everybody you could think of is going to be there. Get yourself tickets. I'll be hosting. It's February 4th and 5th. From 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the American Dream. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you like baseball, specifically Yankees baseball, it's going to be a good time. If you live in Jersey, especially North Jersey, and you can get there real quick, come out. It's hosted by Celebrity Cruises, Hall of Fame signings, and Andrew Levy's Wish You Were Here production. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Manning takes the knee of the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app.
Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's uh, get back into it here. 8.30-ish, January 24th. Hall of Fame election announcement night. Scott Rowland, congratulations to him and his family on his sixth year on the ballot. He's in. We just had Goose Gossage on, who got in with 85.8% of the vote on his ninth ballot, and uh, Goose is the man. He was, he was starting to go in. He was spitting. I I had to dump one of the uh, expletives. <laughs> I was trying to get him. <laughs> I was trying to get him to sign off before we went way too far down the rabbit hole, but that was great. Like, I was saying to Paulie, I'm like, you know, he's an old-school baseball cat. He does not care. He's going to talk it. He's going to be real with you on the fan, and... Uh, I appreciate him coming on and Yankees fans check out my Instagram, Twitter um, for the info on that event. I just I'm excited. I'm a, I'm a fan like you guys. So, um, you know, for, for me to get to talk to guys like Goose Goss, I literally have a picture of him on the wall in, in my little studio office. And, uh, you know, if you're a Yankees fan, you know, the Yankees history and you know all the different players and they're bringing together so many Yankees legends from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and even right now, it's going to be a sight to see. I can't wait. I'm hosting, but I'm going to be like a little kid in there. I already know it. I'm going to be trying to take pictures and talk to everybody and shake people's hands and get in the conversations like we just did with Goose about baseball and so many things that he said about how they're changing the game. I feel like we've talked about on the fan for years I mean, I've only been here the last year a little bit in, uh, you know, some change. And I've said some of those things about, you know, the pace of play and speeding up the game and pitch clocks and, uh, you know, just how they've changed pitching, you know, starting pitchers. You know, we used to look forward to ace versus ace. And now if they get to the sixth inning, we're all standing up applauding like, "Woo, great job. It's just it's just different. It's different than it was when I started playing baseball and watching baseball, I can only imagine, you know, going back to 60s, 70s, 80s, and, you know, where we are now in the 2020s, where, you know, they're about to ban the shift, they're about to add the pitch clock, we're about to see a schedule where you play the entire league. Um, I, I hope it's all for the better. I hope it's so that baseball cont- continues to grow the game and there's more interest in the game. Like I said, you know, the I believe that baseball is in a good spot. I am a baseball fan. I've done a ton in my, you know, eight years since uh, the fan cave, I feel like now going on nine to really promote the game and, uh, you know, really talk about the game and get people into it and, you know, you know, make baseball cool again. And I just think it's, it's there. It's there. Um, this was a big year for the sport. And, you know, you look at a guy like Aaron judge and you just start there, you know, he's the face of baseball King of New York, guy breaks the AL home run record, and now we're going into a season where he's signed for the next nine years. He's captain. He's got forty million a year highest paid player. Like, it's it's great. It's it's a good time to be a baseball fan, and I'm glad that we could talk baseball on the fan tonight because, I mean, how we we couldn't have the same show as last night. How much can we talk about the game from Saturday? Now it's been three days. How much can we go over uh, the same storylines from the divisional round? I'll try to set the table here again. Um, we will 
have a guest on at nine and we'll probably go right back into talking about football but i will take your calls now uh before andrew brant joins us at nine to get that conversation restarted but yeah so before we had goose on uh lou jumped in who was three years away or is three years away if he goes back to that i believe to to getting a vote on the hall of fame and here's where i'm at with the hall of fame man i just i, I guess i'm a millennial so i'm part of the younger people that i just think that like Young, young, younger folks that watch baseball, we're not going to be as into the Hall of Fame. It's not going to mean as much. We're not going to get so, you know, fired up over who gets in or who doesn't get in because we we understand what it is, right? Uh, you can talk about the writers. You can talk about some of our heroes in baseball that are left out from different reasons. Uh, there's a few reasons, right? Whether there's uh, domestic violence stuff, whether it's the gambling, whether it's steroids, whether it's uh, the cheating scandal with the Astros now, it's like these writers have become gatekeepers based on their own morals, their own moral compass, and we as fans just look at how they vote and accept it, and that is what it is. So we'll see what the future of the Hall of Fame turns into. I've never been there. I do want to go. I think you know my time to go will be when CeCe goes, who I believe should be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but you never know. Maybe someone doesn't like CeCe. Um, because of uh, his drinking habit that he had. Or maybe someone doesn't like CeCe because of him barking at umpires and other teams and him being a Yankee. Who knows? Who knows? But I just feel like it shouldn't be about that, right? Fred McGriff is getting in. I got to queue up. Paulie, I'm going to email you, and I got to listen to it. I probably am going to be embarrassed of it because whenever you, like, make something years ago or record something years ago and you go back and listen, it's cringy. But uh, I, I had a rap about Fred McGriff in 2020 because I don't know I just it was Black History Month I was rapping about different black baseball players that I felt like needed some light it was just something I challenged myself to do on social media and Fred McGriff was one of them and I mentioned you know the, the baseball writers being lame and like leaving him out and then you know his uh peers had to vote him in so he's in this year but it wasn't going to just be Fred McGriff they add Scott Rowland and I'm not going to bash Scott Rowland when I heard that he was the only name today, it didn't do anything for me. Scott Rowland isn't a guy that I look at as like a Hall of Famer or one of those guys like, like Jeff Kent more so than Scott Rowland. And as I'm looking at this list of other guys, Todd Helton, Billy Wagner, I think I think Billy Wagner, they had a quote from Billy Wagner where he said we're we're trending in the right direction. Like he feels good about his chances next year or the year after and then he's done. But that's the whole thing with this game, right? You get 10 years, and uh, if if people liked you like they like Ortiz, your first ballot, despite being connected to PEDs at some point in your career. But if people don't like you, then you you don't have a chance. And I, I feel like that's not right. And since, you know, we don't know what the future is going to be, I just think, like, people aren't going to care so much because we're just going to watch years and years. And I feel like they messed it up last year. If you want to be so... Uh, hard on the PD steroid users, then Ortiz can't be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's got to wait a little bit. He's got to earn it. But for him to be a you know first ballot, and then I already mentioned you know Jeter and uh, Ken Griffey, and it's like if, if if you know Mariano Rivera was unanimous, but there were other guys that I felt like should have been unanimous as well. But it comes to a vote. And when it comes to a vote, that's 
what it comes down to with the baseball writers of America. Let's get back to the phones. JB and Old Bridge on the fan. Go for it. You got it, bro. Kate, pleasure to speak with you. Uh, great interview with Goose Gossage. I have a Goose Gossage story, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, I was lucky enough to go to the 78 game in Boston. I was 19 years old. Awesome. Yankee fan, and, and I have the ticket stub. And Goose was doing a signing at the Lakewood Blue Claws. I don't know how many years ago, but he's a riot. His sense of humor is great. And I went up to him, and I had him sign the ticket. And I told him that I thought that he was the hero of the game because he had a deal with Colin Stremski with the time run on third. Mm-hmm. He had already pitched two innings. And he said to me, you know, I tell Dent that all the time. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. And he's a great guy. I agree with you. I'm not a millennial, but I agree the Hall of Fame uh, to me is not as sacred as it once was because of who's in there. I go there every year to umpire. I love it. I go to the Hall of Fame to, to look at the uh, exhibitions. Um, the plaques to me don't mean as much. You know, you see them, it's a great hall, but when you go into the museum and you see everybody else's equipment and the storyline, that to me is what uh, the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown is all about. Right, right. Yeah, I got to get up there, and maybe that'll change my opinion on it. But for me, like you said, you, that was a great way you phrased it. It's not as sacred as it once was. It was like this holy grail at one point, and now it's kind of gotten wishy-washy. There's like this gray area, and it's, you know, it doesn't hold the same weight. Correct. You know, and everybody has an opinion on who I know who I enjoyed and I thought was a Hall of Famer growing up or who was a great player. I don't need somebody voting to tell me that they were great when I knew what I was watching was great or not as good. Right. So um, I think you're great. I enjoy listening to your show, and like I said, thank you for having Goose on. And I wish I could get up to the signing, but my my first granddaughter is having her baptism on that Saturday, and I wouldn't miss that for the God world. God bless. Enjoy it. Thank you very much, Keith. Thanks for the call. Night. Appreciate it, JB. Yeah, um, you know, and it's, and I don't want to say just the younger people or millennials, and I don't speak for all young people and millennials. I don't speak for anyone but myself. But I just, you know, from conversations I've had with people my age and younger they're like so what bro who cares <laughs> like okay you know there are young people that wear shirts that say Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame and when you look online whether it's Twitter Facebook Instagram people are arguing in the comments and there's a lot of people going back and forth about this like what are we actually doing what is the Hall of Fame what are we talking about and now we're in this digital age where why don't we get a vote you know and, and talking to Lou Lou is naming all of these writers and guys that, like, they're out of the game. They're out of baseball. They're not at the ballpark. They're not writing articles. But since they did their time, they get a vote. And, you know, some of these younger writers have now put in time. You know, if you graduated college and you got in at, like, 23, 24, and you're 33, 34 now, you know, that's my generation of, you know, baseball. That's my generation and what we saw, it's like, you can't tell us that, like, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa aren't a part of, like, the great history. I and mean, we get it that, you know, guys cheated, but they were all cheating. And Major League Baseball profited off of it. My guy Josh in the Bronx, what's up, man? You it's a pleasure just to stay on the to stay on hold and listen to all the great stuff that you bring, Mr. McPherson. That was... 
that Lou and that gospel, I'm telling you, you, you're quite a, quite a guest host, you know, I mean a host. But the thing is, I wish that Major League Baseball would add more people like broadcasters and um, people who have, now that you have all these sports sports stations and yeah, everything. people on TV, them. people on streaming yeah, exactly. and YouTube that have an opinion and not just exactly. people that got a journalism degree. Exactly. Yep. Add more voices, add more votes to the Baseball Hall of Fame. And this has been so overrated. No wonder people who were born at your time, you know, we just want to watch the baseball games. Right. We just want to go out and see our players play. Keith, that is exactly correct. And also, when you have this uh, thing over, over at the Dream in East Rutherford, Saturday and Sunday, the 4th and the 5th, may I suggest that you've got more guests like the Goose Gossages oh, yeah. and the Bernie I'm, Williams. I'm going to be working the room I'm hosting, so they're going to hand me a microphone, and everybody <laughs> I talk to, I'm going to be like, hey, I got a couple open shows coming up. We're getting yeah, close to baseball. That would be Keith, man. Look, I've been waiting to talk to you for like a couple hours, man. I wait five hours. I'd wait a whole week to talk to you, bro. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call, man. I'm listening to you, brother. Thanks, God Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh is great. And, uh, he was holding, but obviously things got going with Goose and with Lou and with the conversation. Like this wasn't the show I was planning on having until like probably like six o'clock when I was watching MLB Network and I, you know, people were putting their ballots out there, and I'm like, these guys aren't all making the Hall of Fame. And then once I was listening to Evan talk about Scott Rowland, I'm like, there's no way we can get on and talk about Daniel Jones' contract situation tonight. Like, this is a night to do this, and I think it's good for the baseball fans listening. Like, we're this close to pitchers and catchers. Let's start it up. We're we're, we're very close. How awesome would Josh be as, like, your hype man? Yeah, I got to have him do some drops because he's already got the Dickie V voice and sound. Of course, yes. And he's he's definitely a a big supporter online and of my show. Like, he, he calls every night, and he waits. And he's on, and I get to him, and uh, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate everyone that calls, and I appreciate everyone that doesn't call. There's a bunch of people that are faithful listeners of WFAN and my show that they're they're not trying to be on the Some air. Some people, you're right. Some people, for them, they want to listen. They don't need to. They don't need to call and stuff. Their their mindset of, of the fan is just listening to people react, listening to it's guests and when they have it, and being you watch TV shows and you can't call in on the TV, so. Yeah, I appreciate everybody that listens, and I, I hope that, you know, we give you different shows and, and variety from what you heard all day. And, you know, when it gets to the nighttime, I've I've listened to pretty much everyone's show, uh, you know, from really Tiki and Tierney. I caught a little bit of the end of uh, Boomer and Geo, but obviously you guys know I'm up till 2, 3 in the morning every night. Like, I'm not getting up for the morning show, but I hear almost all of Tiki and Tierney and uh, Carton and Roberts, and I think about that as... I approach the mic and I'm like, what haven't we hit on? And for most of the day, I'm like, we haven't really talked about the Hall of Fame as I'm doing my notes and it's Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers comments on Pat McAfee's show about, you know, Zach Wilson and the Jets. And I I knew as we got closer to the announcement that tonight was going to be a baseball night. I love baseball. I'm a baseball fan. Let's keep it going. Pete is in Westchester, New York on the fan. You got it, Pete. Go for it. Hey, buddy. Uh, first time, long time. 
I mean that. Uh, it's not an easy feat to follow the schmooze, and you've been kicking butt. So I just want to call that out. Thank you. People that may not realize it's uh, it's uh, a big shoes to fill, and you've been doing it great. Um, you've named a number of different things. I, I could dive into all of them, but I, I well, you know, I caught the end of, of the goose interview, and I just have to say, I got to dive into um, the shift here because you know a lot of the younger managers are getting a lot of a lot of heat for being statistical, Billy Bean, follow the program, don't use the eye test, mm-hmm. don't be a don't be a feel manager. The shift is so much a feel manager reaction. I can't believe it didn't come on so much earlier than, than Madden did it. I mean, Lou Pinella, Joe Torre, uh, like you can name anybody that says, oh, geez, Jason Giambi only hits the ball to one side of the field. Why don't we put more people over there and, and catch the ball? Yeah. And I feel like the, the younger managers or the, this whole idea of general managers being like managing the game are – dictating and changing the game and i think it's pretty unfair and an uncharacter it's it's a unfair characterization of the eye test the eye test will tell you that a lot of guys only hit the ball to one side and i'll tell you that guys like kirby puckett and and kel ripkin would eat it up if there was a shift and be like i can hit the ball over there it's not that hard and they would react and i think I think Major League Baseball's reaction to this under the guise of how long does the game take? Who cares? Major League Baseball owners, general managers, and and, and skippers, they want to win 100 games and go to the playoffs. They could care less if their fans are sitting in the stands for three hours. And I am a Yankee fan, Yankee resident. I live in Westchester. I'm 50 years old. I've seen all the success, but I think there's too many things conflating here. And the shift is not a Billy Bean statistical thing. It's an eye test thing. And anybody that's not getting, getting credit for it, Jim Whelan could tell you, oh, I would have shifted against a dozen different players in the, in the league. And, and, I, and I'll pose this to you again, Keith. Don't cut me off. Um, Cause you're a, a football guy. Like, Games evolve. Who was who was poo pooing the forward pass in football? Guess what? The game evolved, and all of a sudden there was a forward pass. Yeah, it made the game better. It made the game harder to defend, and it evolved. So why are we poo pooing somebody that's like, oh, this hitter has a tendency to hit it to left. Let me let me put guys over to left. I coached my kids little league games. And we would sit there in the dugout and wave our arms and say, move over. This <laughs> why, why is it any different? Yeah, it and just why, depends. Why, it just why, depends. Why, why do we have to put lines in the outfield and say, you're all of a sudden not allowed to like play to the tendency? In the NFL, when they run trips, are we not allowed to like – Put three defense no, back it's, on it's, the it's being field? smart. It's playing defense, and that's why I say it depends. There's numbers that can tell you that, but then also the eye test. You can look at some guys and say, this guy never hits the ball down the third baseline. He literally can't. Right. We don't need the third baseman there. You move him over. Like, why, why are we 
why is it considered statistical or oh Brian? Because the numbers will match up, right? The numbers will match up. But if you've never seen the guy do it, and then you go look at the numbers, they they match up. But you know, people I've said earlier, people can manipulate numbers uh, for the Hall of Fame cases. They could take a batch of numbers and say this is why this guy is this. Same thing for the shift and different things in baseball. You want to be Craig Council and be a, like a five-two player that can play eight, eight positions. You learn to slap the ball down the line, and you get on a roster. I mean, that's how people get employed, right? Like you, if you're not Aaron Judge, where you can have the same swing every time. Some guys got to make major league rosters, learning how to hit the ball in different spots. Why are we punishing them? for being smart and be like, wow, there's nobody standing over there. Let me slap the ball down well, there. Major League Baseball wants there to be more hits. Major League Baseball doesn't want the Anthony Rizzo's and Joey Gallo's of the world being robbed of that hit in between first and second that goes into the outfield yeah. because they're putting they're a guy manu- there. Yeah, they're manipulating and manufacturing their own game. Let the game evolve. The smart players that can that have made it all the way to the bigs either figure it out or they get weeded yeah, out. Like I don't mind the shift, I, honestly. I, I, I'm I'm fine with them banning it because I, I think it'll help uh, people that aren't really like the diehard baseball fan that watches every day, right? You know, people that just come to the ballpark and want to see hits and home runs and stuff like that. Like I, I'm I'm fine with them banning the shift or changing how. Uh, we actually can shift or where the players can stand. But, yeah, there's arguments on both sides. Is it a field thing? Is it a numbers thing? It, it's both. Yeah, and it's it, it's just a bummer that if there's an outside force that says the game can't evolve or people can't play within their own skill set to figure it out. Like, it, anywhere other than Major League Baseball, if I see open grass and I'm not a power hitter, I'm going to blast the ball to open grass. Yeah, if you can so, do that. Yep. So what's driving it? What, what's driving it? Is it the time of the game? Is it the score of the game? Is it the fan? Is it the advertisers? Because none of those things. It's right. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, all sports are evolving, right? It's third and two and Josh Allen needs two yards, but he's going to chuck the ball down the field. They're drawing up plays to put pressure on the safeties, the DBs, like, you know, the passing in the NFL is ridiculous. The yards that these guys are throwing for and, uh, you know, even talking about the running back position, right? Like the Chiefs have three different running backs through the year, really four. Um, Clyde Ed- Edwards, Allaire, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, McKinnon and Ronald Jones, depending on what they want to do um, in the NBA. Everyone talks about how Steph Curry changed the game. Right, because now all they do is shoot threes and chuck up threes. I mean, just last night you have a game where they scored 280 points. <laughs> Giannis and Chris Middleton come back and put up 150 against the Pistons. The Pistons score 130. That is what basketball has become, and baseball is becoming something else too. It, it's evolving, evolve or dissolve. And I think that you know, obviously. The traditionalist baseball fan, the old school baseball fans, not going to necessarily love it. But if you love the game, it's just a you know a couple small things that they're doing to tweak the game to attract more eyes and more fans, and they feel like they have to do that with the other leagues like the NFL, like the NBA, changing their rules and and dominating television and dominating uh, you know the interests of these young kids. Uh, baseball, I think just has its history 
America's pastime. It's built in like that. I think it's great with like our cities and our fandoms. And you know, like I, I've never seen a commercial where they had this little girl and she had all these different logos in her room and they like said she was a National League fan. And I'm like, that doesn't exist. Like, you're you're a fan if you live out in Pennsylvania. You're a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. You know, if you live anywhere, you're a Yankees fan because you saw the Yankees win and the Yankees are marketed well and everything else. Like, you know, here in New York, it's split. You're a Yankees fan, you're a Mets fan, and then there's some people that want to be like Phillies fans or Braves fans or Dodgers fans to stand out. But I feel like in baseball, you, you even more than the NBA and NFL, like you, it's team specific. Like you follow your team. It's almost too hard to watch the whole league. There's 162 games and 30 teams. In the NBA, you know, teams are off. Like tonight, you can watch the Knicks, and then tomorrow you can watch the Nets. And in the NBA, people watch star players, right? Oh, I'm a, a LeBron fan. Oh, I watch John Morant. Oh, I watch KD. Like, you know, in, in football, it's the same thing as far as, like, fantasy football and gambling. You watch the entire league. You might be a Giants fan, but you're rooting for Joe Burrow. You're rooting for Patrick Mahomes. Why? Because you've got a parlay on Joe Burrow, and Patrick Mahomes is your fantasy team quarterback. But Yeah, okay. Now, speaking of football, bringing the football conversation back, uh, Andrew Brandt will join me at 9 o'clock. We will obviously talk about Aaron Rodgers since the news came out today that the Green Bay Packers will trade him, but not to the NFC. So Jets fans said, pick us, pick us, me, 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 me. We'll talk about that and some other things as we get into conference championship weekend. And uh, we'll take your calls after that. So if you're on the line and you want to hold through like 915 do that, but if not, I mean, I'm on until 12, so call me up after. Let's take this break. We'll go get Andrew, and we'll be right back after this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.